MHOG sponsored ad. Bladder trouble. It's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. And it can affect anyone. I'm going to the bathroom right now. Neat and discreet adult diapers for anyone. Say... Metalhead of God. Ah. MHOG cares. And on three, two, and welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting nowhere near me are my two closest friends and allies in the world full of hate. Adam. And the rum guy. That's right. Man, what a day. What a day. How's it going, guys? Y'all doing all right? I know Adam's pissed off at the world, and I know rum is not so well. I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Well, I mean, you know, you went blank on me, so I, I couldn't. I had to add you. Yeah. No, every, everything seems to be, you know, as as it is. As well as it could be, right? As well as it could be. <laughs> hey, um, I want to ask you guys. Um, and guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, my eye's a lot better than it was. So I'll that's look. good. That's what I'm talking about. So um, I was going to ask you, have you... Uh, ever heard of a band called die atwood yes Atwood. what's that adam i think it's d artwood or something like that art word art word that's it so uh i just happened you know sometimes you just on youtube and i say hey this we recommend you this video for you i'm like okay what is it i'm like who the fuck is this band which one did you watch because i like five of them because it was intriguing i kind of dig them i they're weird but i really like them Um, i'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the chick i think they're like swedish rappers or something like that i'm not really sure where they're from no they're they're from south africa i think because yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah they were in that movie with um they were in chappie they were like the main characters in chappie and they're just so bizarre she's she's what is she an albino I don't know, man. She's their whole shtick is I think like she's supposed to be like an alien, I guess. I, I think that's the whole shtick behind it. Okay. I, I wasn't quite sure because the uh I mean she's extremely strangely pale. It almost sounds like her voice when she comes across sounds Japanese. Right. Which is and, bizarre. 
and he is like the uh, soccer hooligan rapper. Yeah, and his name is Ninja. I forget what her name is, but I know his name is Ninja. And he, um, like, he has a really interesting story. If you can look it up on, you can look it up online. It's a really interesting story where he was involved with um, Drake and um, who the hell is the other guy? The other guy is the one who wanted to have him come play basketball with him, which was really funny. Which, which um, the guy who married uh, Kanye, Kanye it was Kanye was trying to get him to come play basketball with him and his friends. And Ninja was like, okay, okay, that's cool. Whatever. So he shows up at his house. I- I'm just ad libbing because it, because the story was really bizarre. Sure. And um, he has this thing where him and Drake hate each other for some reason. So like Kanye's neighbor is Drake. And that was one of the guys that he had to play basketball with. And it was like a really, really, really weird story. <laughs> should look, right. it, look it up. Bizarre. Look it up because it's really interesting. Um, he even made they even made like a, a cartoon out of it. So they can have like the, the people interacting that when he was telling the story. It's it's actually pretty funny. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, I, I watched this video. I guess the their newest video or one of their videos is really catching a lot of shit where um, uh, I I think they're done. Like uh, I think their last tour was when they came here to New Orleans for uh, last year's Voodoo Fest or year before, and I think that was their last tour. They're not together anymore. Uh, well, this was a new article. That's all I know. It's in brand new articles, and that's the reason why I was like, oh, because it was weird. I saw that name twice in in one day. It was it popped up on my feeds like a, you know, critics or somebody angry at. Uh, their new video and I, I turned on YouTube and boom, there's that video. I'm like, Oh, what is this? But uh, yeah, she's, I, I guess it, it, she's supposed to be a, uh, uh, a Panther. She's got the eye contacts in mm-hmm. and she's all painted black. So they're saying that she was in blackface and it's racist. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. But it was just, it was fucked. So maybe they're back together and this was, maybe their- so. they may, they may have uh, put something back together. I do know um, the one person we should ask about this is, is Mark. He was like, he's a big fan of these guys. Oh, okay. And um, I, I'm not really sure. Like I, I thought that they were done. Like I thought they were finished. Like after Chappie, they, they released like two records and I think they were finished after that, but I, hmm. they may have gotten back together because they might've gotten some heat. You know, like some heat as in good heat against some of their records. You know, sure. I, who knows? I, it was just a really bizarre thing. I'm, but I'm, I'm going through like five of their videos and going, I, I really, I don't know if I like this it, as an entertainment factor. It was interesting. I'm the same way. I'm like, do I like it or do I not like it? I don't know. It was so freaking weird. I do like their their song Pitbull. I don't know if you saw that. They got the masks on. They look like dogs. Yeah, and like his mouth is full of blood and shit, and they like shooting people and biting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely nuts. But uh, uh, yeah, what was it called? Titty titty boom boom or whatever that one. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it was it was fucking bizarre. <laughs> it was it was like it, it would have. I don't think it would have made sense if I was on drugs. No. Hey, no, you should go. The have you seen the movie Chappie? No, I have not. Is, is it a movie or is it a uh, TV show? No, it's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, go okay. check it out. It, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, in fact, oh. that's probably the best thing they've done. Oh, I'll have to check it. I'll definitely check it. So, what? Do you, what about you, Adam? You, you into that band? You a big Die Outward fan? Mm, no, no. I, <laughs> I hate everything about all that shit. I don't. I don't get it. I don't want to get I, it. I'm good. It was just bizarre to me. Like I said, it was just. I. I can't say I liked it, but I was struck by it in an artistic interested. yeah it was it was an artistic 
interpret you know way of looking at it, it was it was different right but uh yeah that and the only other cool news thing that i got today is uh freaking uh world of warcraft coming to the xbox console right i saw that man that's kind of interesting like like that i might actually play it looks and you know what's interesting is they created specific what appears to be i don't know i didn't read any of the books or anything i was never really heavy into it but i did play the first one for on the pc right i never played it and uh according to what i saw they've created looks like some new classes nice to to play so specifically for the xbox console so that's actually cool yeah (laughs) graphics look absolutely amazing it looks a hundred times better than the pc i don't give a shit what pc gamers say I, i think it looks way better I think it took this long for them to be able to transpose that type of game to a system like this. Right. Because of the, it's going to take up a lot of memory. Well, the thing is, is also is, is that they needed enough server power. Like when, when mm-hmm. Xbox Live first started, they, would, they were probably running on like three servers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm being sarcastic. But now they're probably running on like a billion, you know? Yeah. it's it's. I think it's going to do very, very well. It's going to introduce that game. And that uh, it's turned into more than a game for a lot of people. It's actually like a like a subculture to a lot of people. You know, it's like their life, dude. It's it's video gamers Star Wars. You pretty know, much. it's it's like following that. You know, but it's uh, it, it looks pretty darn interesting. So I think I'm. And it's supposed to be out uh, this month. I think uh, is it next is yeah, next next week or when is this? This today? Uh, actually, in uh, four days. I do. I do have some video game news. I do. I, uh, a game came out yesterday. I think was it yesterday or Monday? Came out Monday. Uh, it midnight release drop for um, Madden was Monday, but yeah. not Madden. I don't care about that. I mean, it's the same fucking game. You can buy Madden O two and still be playing football. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I mean, people, people, people spend fucking seventy dollars every year on a new Madden because they got the new dude shirt. You know, the guy, it says, instead of Breeze in the throwback jersey, it's a Breeze in the New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's why we're spending $70. No, uh, I'll spend $5 on a used 2002 Madden game and play the same fucking game you're playing right now. Done. <laughs> it's true. And, and I'm good with that. But Madden dropped Monday. Uh, Monday might release, midnight release. I think it was Monday. I don't remember. But uh, also dropped that same day was uh we angry few we happy few we happy few yeah i saw the trailer for it you dropped and uh caitlin works for gamestop so she brought a copy home for me to play mm-hmm. it's fucking phenomenal it's a uh, trippy game it's about drugs we happy few is basically 60s yeah, base. basically it's like if you took bioshock and england and drugs and pushed them all together you had this game so it's, it's um, Mart's life. Yeah, yeah. So it's Mart's life. Uh, basically, uh, you're a dude who is living in a world that's all inscribed by you taking these drugs called joy. Um, mm-hmm. You take the dr- joy drugs and basically you live your life because you're always happy and you're always going. So he decided that he wasn't going to take his drugs today. And all the happiness and stuff like I- I'll-, I'll give you a quick 
thing, like, because you can play this in the demo. It's, it's not like a real giveaway. In the very beginning, you're sitting there doing your work. And basically, you have to decide your work is you're deciding what articles are correct for people to read and what articles they should not see in the newspaper. So you have to, like, scrub over. Ed- sure. Edit, edit your work. Right, right, right. Because some people, you know, they don't want the, the truth out there. So you have to get rid of the truth. So once you stop taking your pills, you, you, you have the option to do what you want with the papers. So, of course, me, I just let everything go out. I just sent everything. I was like, fuck it. I don't care what it is. So I did that. And then they bring you, you're supposed to go meet one of your coworkers in another room because they're celebrating another coworker's birthday. And they have a really cute um, Mexican tradition. This is exactly their words. It's a Mexican tradition. We have a pinata where you hit it a bunch of times, and when it explodes, sweets come out, and we all eat the sweets. So okay, because you know it's you know England. Um, so you walk into the room, and there's all these people there, and they're all wearing their like, uh, what's that guy's name from V for Vendetta? Oh, um, the the mask. Yeah, they're all wearing these weird masks, kind of similar to that. You know, with the, with the permanent smile on their face. Yeah, it's a metaphor. Yeah, I know. Uh, so you walk into the room, and they're there, and they tell you to hit the pinata. The pinata's in the middle of the table. So you take a good whack at the, the pinata, and when you hit it, your the joy pills finally wear off of you, mm-hmm. and you hit it, and your hands are covered in blood. Their faces are full of blood, and they're eating bits of dead rat on the table because the pinata really was a rat that they were beating. And when it opened, that's what they were eating. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, dude. And like, and that's the kind of stuff that happens in the game. Like, you're, it's like, an, like your reality bounces back and forth from like being getting off of the joy pills to like what's really happening in front of you. I don't know if I'd like that. It's fucking great. It's a great game. It sounds like a you game. It is, dude. I mean, if you like Bioshock and and uh, uh, stuff like that, um, I couldn't play Bioshock. It was like, scary. You like sandbox games where you can go pretty much anywhere you want to go. That's basically what this is like. That's it's scary. I don't like that. That's because you're a girl. It's scary. You know what was a scary game? Was uh, clock? Uh, uh, was it Clockwork? Clockwork. Clockwork. It was an old uh, PlayStation game. I don't remember that one. Uh, it's kind of like Silent Hill. Oh, I got you, got you, got you. Silent Hill scared the fuck out of me, dude, as a kid. Playing yeah. that game, that was a fucked up game, man. What scares you, Adam? Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. That guy, Adam, have you, have, you, have you played any of these type of games, dude? No, I saw I saw a demo for one of those Life is Strange games, and I, I thought about downloading it, but... I don't know. They don't do a good job of explaining whatever the fuck most of these games are. Life is Strange is a really good game. It's a choose-your-own-adventure type game. Yeah, but where, isn't it also like supernatural shit and what have you? Yeah, a little, a little bit. It's a little supernatural, but it's mostly it's mostly about these kids in high school and, and you know killing each other and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like one of them, the first one's like about this lesbian couple or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's really fucking depressing. It's one of those really depressing games. Like I don't want to play that. I, I don't want I want to play depressing games. I just want to play games where I shoot people. But it's a great story, dude. It's a great story. It really is. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't. I feel like they don't have a lot of demos lately for stuff like that that I would. Because like I, I only have so much money for video games. I, I mean, I just right. bought. 
uh, Devil May Cry 4, which I'd never gotten to play. Um, I bought the uh, re-release of, or the bundle pack of, what is it, uh, Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance from the PS2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that is a fucking fantastic game, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I second one's not as good as the first, and the second one, for some reason, is the one I decided to play. Yeah, um, the first one's amazing, but those, yeah, you're right, the second one's kind of, it's okay, it's, just, it's still good, though. And then uh, the Spider-Man games coming out, and and also Kingdom Hearts. So like I kind of have to put aside money for those two, because um, I'd like to pre-order both of them. And uh, and Kingdom Hearts, I'm, I, they they had a demo, a playable playable demo in uh, at San Diego this year. Yeah, really. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering like if they're just going to screw over their their fans and just like if you weren't in San Diego, you don't get to play the demo because that's. Which is stupid. Like I understand, like giving them first crack at it, but there's no reason not to put a demo available. I think there'll be a demo out. I, I do. I don't know, dude. Square Enix has been fucking over their. Fa- like I, I've been paying attention to what they're doing with with Kingdom Hearts, and they like every. So they one of the so GameStop put out a uh, a poll to see like what should we include as an exclusive for pre-ordering with GameStop. Uh, do you want a uh, poster from this world, Toy Story, Monster, Monsters Inc., or fuck, I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think was the third one. And then, like, so people answered, and they put out this, like, blanket poster, like, cloth poster uh, for, uh, uh, which one was it? It was Monsters Inc., and it's shitty graphic design to begin with. And secondly, I'm like, who gives a fuck about a cloth poster? Like, why? Yeah. Why is this? Like, I agree, I dude. It should have been something cool, like a figure or a fucking. Well, uh, they have figures available, but they're mini figures. They're like not much bigger than Legos. They're like maybe a statue would be cool. It should have been a statue, 100. percent There's no, there's no question. Like. They do that with some video games, like they did that for uh, Gears of War. They do the statues. Yeah, like, God, God of War just did it too recently. Yeah, yeah, because I have I have the the big Gears one, and I have the big uh, the when uh, Halo Reach came out and they had all the different characters. I have that big fucking statue too. I've got the knockoff version of that from Japan called uh, Reach Around. Oh yeah, you like that one? Yeah, yeah, it was all right. You're disgusting. <laughs> My cousin is in Japan right now. Uh, he's he serves the military, so he's in Japan right now with his wife and baby. And I always tell him, I said, when you're out in Japan, do you go by like the 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 uh, panty dispensary and look at them and just say, hmm, which panties you're gonna take out of the uh, the gumball machine today? And he's like, what? he's like, dude, you know, you you make fun of that, but he said it's so true. There's like fucking, you go to these like hotels, and in the hotels, there's a fucking. Um, like you would go get a candy bar out of a, a vending machine, and the, instead of vending candy, it's fucking used underwear. That's that's bizarre. Well, how yeah. how does he how does oh. he like serving in the Japanese army? He's not in the Japanese army. He's in the U.S. Oh, oh okay. You know, he's the that's tallest cool. one in the Japanese army. <laughs> oh, okay. It sucks when he's trying to hide. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you, man. I think there should have been a fucking statue because a game release that big should have had something with something like an oomph to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, think like, is there another franchise that that people have been waiting 12 years for, for a fucking game for or current one anyway? Uh, the only one that ever did that was Halo. When Halo f- fucking three finally came out, I think it was like 10 it years. Went, are you sure? I don't think I don't think it was 10 years. Uh, 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 Mayhead. Had- 
Yeah, it's been a while, dude. Because Halo 2 was supposed to be the end. And they rushed that game so much that it's so fucking shitty at the end of the game that they just gave up. And then I think they waited a long time. Because then they they released after uh, Halo 3, there was Halo Wars. um, Then there was um, Halo Reach. um, There was one after the Reach 2, but what was it? Um, uh, Halo, uh, what was 4? Because we... Last one was five. Yeah. Okay. So there were there were ancillary games in between. Yeah. Okay. Right. Exactly. Understood. Exactly. Understood. Um, kind of like um, the thing for Kingdom Hearts where they did like the you yeah. Know, no, the Kingdom one Hearts thing, like, has ancillary oh. games, and I, so I'm not pretend, but the direct like continuation of the story has taken. It'll be 14 years when it actually comes out. It's currently 13 That's years. A- That's crazy. And man. like, and, and it's it's still massively popular. People, you know, and, and it's just like, I mean, look, whatever. It's a video game. It's just, you know, it. They clearly don't give a fuck, and uh, so like, I really don't think they'll put out the the playable demo. I, I think they, you know, uh, it's pretty uh, sad. No, I don't know. They might want to stump. You know, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea for them to do that just to pump some more interest into the that that game. You know what I, I mean? Because I there's a whole generation that never heard of that before. I agree with you, but. I think the way they they look at it is like we we've made our money. Like there's like this, this game's gonna make uh, like this this game's gonna make a minute. It'll be it might be the well I don't know to say that I was gonna say like maybe it'll be the best selling game of that year, but uh, uh, who knows? It depends on what year comes out. It's coming out in 2019. Okay, so it's gonna have to compete with. Uh, I want to say Gears Five's coming out then, and I want to say Halo Six is coming out then too. That's on a different Gears, platform though, isn't it? Which one? Isn't isn't uh, Kingdom Hearts going to be on? No, just, it's going to multi platform. It's multi platform. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so we'll be able to get it and play it. Uh, actually, and I think they are releasing a backlog of the games for Xbox as well. Well, that's cool. They might that that would be good because that'd be nice to be able to download the old one and play it through, so you know what the oh, right. So I know is. what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I, I, honestly, that it's the most it's it's the most convoluted game like mythology in existence like i i i play them and i don't know what's going on in it like the, Ooh, the kingdom hearts 3 is going to be absolute it's it's going to be there's no other word for it retarded like, like it might be I, i'm hoping it's going to be super fun <laughs> it's not going to make any sense like it, it involves, well, I hope it's going to be a massive game hope it's a big one that way you know you guys have waited 14 fucking years for it that it's actually I'm, I'm worth sure it. it will be i hope it's a i hope it's a disney first person shooter uh, I would. There are so first-person first shooter elements in it. Because I, I would love just to see like Mickey's hands, his those white gloves, running <laughs> around holding a holding a gun, going, "I'm gonna kill you!" Ah! Or, or or the wizard staff, you know? Like, yeah. Well, you're not gonna get that, but there, uh, for sure, there's um, certain gameplay mechanics where you'll be able to take control of like uh, like there's a toy mech in Toy Story Land. Where uh, you taking control of like I don't know like a rock'em sock'em robot or some type of mech, and you can shoot things, and that's first person. And then uh, there's also a mechanic where you can summon rides from Disneyland. Oh, so like awesome. you you'll play the uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Orbiter, and you'll be able to shoot people with the with that gun and stuff like that. that's first person. I think. What was that last Disney game that came out? Because that, that I played. Epic uh, Mickey. Was that it? Epic? 
Yeah, there was what, Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 2, which was their attempt to make Kingdom Hearts without Square Enix. Well, there there's also a uh, um, uh, Disneyland game that's out now. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, it's like uh, it's like Sims. Yeah, yeah, you run around playing on Disney World stuff. You, yeah, we, we uh, play that. You build your park. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. I mean, it's not like um, super in in depth or anything. I mean, you just run around the fucking Disneyland park, but it's still fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I didn't get to play Epic Mickey like I wanted to, but it came out for like the Wii U or Wii something, and it heard it was garbage. It was absolute. It was terrible. It was it was a good concept, but the Wii mechanics just made it a pain in the ass. Like it, it's put it this way, the Wii was never an accurate like controller. It's, no, it was terrible. Yeah, like if you want to play the the sports games, like it's fun. But it was terrible. So you have this super inaccurate controller, and it's a fucking platformer at points. Like, I, I borrowed my brother's Wii, and I rented it from Blockbuster, because this was a while ago. Yeah, it's and a long time ago. I got early in. There was, like, an, a section where... And the camera was fucked up, too. That was another thing. The camera didn't work very well. I this forgot is, this was on Wii. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And so the camera, like you, you had to like jump off of a platform that was moving up and down onto a spiraling cog. And I think I tried for like forty minutes, and I said, "Fuck this, put it down, return the game," and just said, "I'm, I'm good." But it had some, some of the elements were stolen from Kingdom Hearts, but they also had some stuff like there was like a, uh, you would yeah, go to, coins. You would go to Disneyland, and they would, uh, the the Disney characters you're familiar with would be re-envisioned as, like, uh, steampunk Frankenstein characters. Wow, that's cool. Like, they, like, it, like, it, like the, the idea is that Mickey goes into this world where everything's broken, mm-hmm. and he has to sort of restore it. Like and, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yes. It, it's definitely, there's no question that it, that it was uh, designed to be thematically like Kingdom Hearts, and they even stole, like, the, there's a, uh, Mini games for uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh Steamboat Willie. So you mm-hmm. go into the black and white cartoon land. Yeah, and then yeah. I think there was a Tron thing too. So it was definitely like, oh yeah, like you, y'all are just trying to cut Square Enix out of it. And it would have been fine. I mean, it was its own game. Yeah, I can't pretend like it felt like it was a Kingdom Hearts ripoff. It just clearly elements of it were, but. When you introduce a game with like, and it was a cool idea that you can control the paintbrush and all this, but it just sucked, man. <laughs> like it, it really did. I know there was a second one that came out that I think wasn't on the Wii, but I mean, at uh, that point, who's going to play that? It, it was on the Wii, uh, but it also it also was for multi platform. They went to other platforms with it because they knew that the mechanic for the brush sucked ass. Because you did wasn't with Epic was it Epic that you. One of them used to get the characters. You'd buy the characters. It was kind of like that uh, that game you were playing there for a while, Wayne. That you, you and you plugged the character into the. System. Oh no, no, no! You're yeah, thinking you're... of Disney Infinity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Infinity. Yeah, that that died quick too. I don't know what the hell the deal was, but I thought that was. Um. A- basically, so there were three waves. Uh, the first wave was the basic concept Disney characters, and. Uh, everyone under ordered on those 
And then when the Marvel, well, I'm sorry, Disney produced a limited number of them because they didn't know how it was going to sell. So right. when the Marvel and Star Wars wave came, wait, Star Wars was third. Mar- yeah, Mar- when Marvel came, which was the second wave, they over-ordered on everything. And they did the same thing for the third wave, which was Star Wars and a few other things. And when they did that, like, everyone had so many copies of it that, like, they basically lost money on it. And the problem is is that they weren't willing to give it time, and nobody really knew how to... There was no elevator pitch for those games, you know? And it's mm-hmm. a shame, because, like, every once in a while, you'll see a little tidbit of, like, yeah, this is what was going to happen in Phase 4, and you're just like, fuck. It really sucks, because, like, right. like, they were going to build like 10 inch versions of uh, various figures like the Hulkbuster and Darth Vader. And they were going to have like more details, like light up parts of their armor and shit like that. Dude, that'd have been really cool. Oh yeah. There would have been many statues. And I I was like, man, why would you even tell us this? Oh, and also, and those figures would have specific, uh, like features. It wouldn't just be recreations. Like they would, they would have their own special abilities. It was, and it was a really fun game, but I mean, the toys to life thing, like nobody knew how to explain it. Nobody knew how to sell it. Now the, they just got rid of the uh, Lego one. Uh, yeah. That one just died too. Well, that, that to me, if they, they really had a good concept with that game. Like, but like you said, if they, I think they should have made it a bit more. <sighs> I don't think the figures, like you said, the figurines, I think should have been a bit larger and uh, people would have paid more for them. That way I was like, what character are you going to play in this game? Everyone who bought those games, like a lot of people bought the game because they love the figures. Honestly, yeah. if they had still released, I mean, they, they have actually just released a toy version of those. They're, they're, uh, I think like seven or eight inches. But mm-hmm. they haven't done that many, and I honestly, I just haven't gotten around to buying any. And I don't Talk really have about the um, I forget what they call them. I've seen them like at Toy the, Box or something like that. What is it? I think it's like Toy Box or something. Yeah, somewhere around those. Yeah, those are really cool looking. I really dig those. Yeah, they they're the same art design. They're just a little bit different. But it's it's not it, what it really comes down to is nobody knew how to sell it. You know, so a lot of people were put off by it. And but there were also functions that they should have worked on. Like, so the only time that you could play different characters from different universes together is in the toy box, which Mm -hmm. was is this expanding basic hub. Right. They had. But like in the individual games, like if you're playing the Avengers game, you can't put Mr. Incredible in there. And a lot of people were like why not there's why not like there's no reason for that you know but uh, i like oh i did i had uh i had jack sparrow which i liked and i think i had one other one but i can't remember what it was i don't think i have any infinity figures i really don't uh but i do take, uh, i could tell you one thing people give it another eight years or so roughly and I guarantee you, people will be fucking scrounging the world for those things. Well, I have, yeah. I have like forty of them, and they're on display in my room. I there's a few yeah. that I still want. I just haven't gotten around to going on eBay, and hopefully you have that very cool. Um, I think what is it? Uh, yeah, it's a playset that's it's a frost uh, giant from yeah. the, the Avengers, and it's supposed to be like you can plug it in or something like that. And uh, it's it's a base that has spots for like eight of your figures. Very- oh yeah, yeah. 
but uh, it uh, it's very cool. I mean, honestly, it would have been cool if they'd have done more of that kind of stuff. Uh, like maybe do a Star Wars one. Like uh, you could have the uh, what's the name of the the big monster from Return of the Jedi that Luke goes up against? I can't think. Of oh, the Rancor. The Rancor. There could have been like a Rancor scene or, or something, or a, or a fucking Sarlacc pit <laughs> with them around it. I don't think a giant vagina really works, but I hear you. <laughs> Um, actually, the Sarlacc pet a, does I was exist. thinking a teeth, uh, teeth filled asshole, but all right, <laughs> whatever. It's a giant vagina. Uh, that actually does exist in the Star Wars uh, giant vaginas early game. Ooh, oh, no. ah, yes, ah. Um, but poor Leia. Uh, that was <laughs> and there was oh man, there was so many other figures. I, I was hoping that the late. I can't think of the name of the bounty hunter she played. Uh, Boba Fett. No, no. Leia in Return of the Jedi uh, pretends to be this bounty hunter. It has a specific Boosh. name. I can think. Of. Wait, what? Boosh. Yeah, Boosh. you're right. It was Boosh. I was hoping they would make a Boosh figure because that's actually like, believe it or not, that's actually my favorite version of Leia. I love Slave Leia, which they never would have made that figure. But no. But Boosh is just. I always thought it was a super cool. I actually think that's a better design than Boba Fett. Yeah, it's a pretty cool fucking bounty hunter. But uh, but yeah, they, they, I mean, Disney wasn't willing to give it a try, like really give it a chance to, to grow on its own, and like I said, I mean, and a lot of that was because they they overordered on shit, and I mean, it was good for fans because there would be lots of sales, but uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah, you could pick up a bunch of figures for really cheap. But uh, but now you could, yeah, you know, they would have exclusives, so like some of the like Star Wars figures had light up lightsabers, you know, that's cool. But uh, yeah, it sucks that a lot of a lot of that stuff got that failed. That that I thought personally, I thought would have been brilliant to work. Like even the Skylanders game, even though they weren't fuck uh, you know, like named entities, you know, they weren't IPs, right? You know, I mean, they were still fucking incredible. You know, it was still a fun game to play. I don't know, it just sucks, man. Well, the Amiibos are still around. I think the Nintendo ones, they are, but they're fading out pretty fast. I think, and those don't, they just. Like I, I never really understood what they do. I know they they have a function, but it's not like it's not really a toys to life thing, right? Oh no, it's it's the same thing. You can put those on your game, and it'll you can use that character to play through whatever. Oh really? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just a basic. It, it started out as some some stupid shit like on the the handheld stuff, and then now they they have their toys to life thing now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was reading a synopsis of the current season of Preacher. Mm. The right, which, which I have not watched any since season two, I think. I haven't watched any since the second episode. Really? I, I, I got into it. I watched the whole first season, <laughs> and I watched like a couple episodes of season two, and then I got lost track of everything. I just completely forgot about it. Same. I, same. I've never watched any of it. Because I always thought it was a bad idea to adapt Preacher into anything. Right. And I got to say, reading the synopsis of what's going on and the the executive producer's opinions about characters, I'm so fucking glad I never bothered watching that show. And I, I hope it goes away. Um, their Their current season is adapting a very famous arc from the book. It's arguably like the best arc in the book. Which is the Angelville story, which is essentially it's the origin of the char- the main character, the preacher Jesse Custer. Okay, and everything that I was reading about it just gets 
everything wrong on a basic level. And that's like the one arc that you really can't touch because it's it's because it's his basis of a character. It's who yeah. he is. So like basically, so in the comics, you find out that he's fr- well, I mean, it, they t- I think issue one, you find out he's from this town called Angelville in Texas. Yeah. No, wait, actually, it's, I think it's the Louisiana border. But so he's basically out in the swamp and um, he was raised by his grandmother and a essentially like a ranch hand, although it was a plantation, you know, um, named Jody. Joey. Jody killed both his mother and his father and tortured him often at the behest of his grandmother, uh, who was raising him to be a preacher. He never wanted to be a preacher. And the reason that he was even born was because his mother hated her. His mother, his mother, Christina is the daughter of grandma and, uh, his mom escaped and ran into a, a soldier who was just getting back from Vietnam and they fell in love and started, you know, had him. And then grandma pulled them in like, like finally caught up to her trapped her there and then killed both of them and raised the boy. And he hates grandma more than anything in the world. She's arguably one of the most evil characters in any of comics. Well, oh yeah. Probably I'd say top 10, you know, and she's the most evil character in, in preacher by far. Yeah. And then the Jody, the ranch hand essentially who, who again killed both pre the preacher's mother and father essentially raised him as his son. And it's, it's a very intense arc. So like there's this weird dichotomy where he hates Jody, but Jody is on some level, his father, he's the guy who taught him how to fight, taught him how to like hunt, do, do everything, everything. And so it's a very complex relationship. And the, the, the executive producer was saying like, well, we had to change Jody. We really wanted to make him more sympathetic. He falls in love with uh, Christina is the name of Jesse's mother. He falls in love with Christina, you know, cause you can't, you can't just have him be a villain. He has to be complex. And I, when I read that, I was just like, fuck you. Are you kidding like, me? Did you even read the book? Like it is a complex character, but yeah, like some people are evil. There, there are people that don't have any redeeming value like that. That does exist. It's not most people, but yeah, there are some people who are just evil through and through. Anyway, but when I just read that, I was like, I'm so glad I didn't ever watch this fucking show. Uh, I was like, well, uh, what happened to it? There was a show I was watching, and I don't even know if it's still on. I, again, somehow lost track of it. It was called uh, Midnight Texas. Uh, that does not sound familiar. What channel Hold is it on? Oh, fuck. I don't even remember what channel it was. I, I just, I know the show was about a, uh, a, um, a gypsy, a guy, a traveler, a roamer, right? Uh, and he traveled, a traveler. And uh, he was in, uh, he's like a psychic type of thing. Him and his grandmother would run cons on people, but he was actually a psychic. Um, but he's getting chased down by somebody they stole a lot of money from. So they end up in this middle of nowhere place called Midnight, Texas, where uh, it's actually a town full of, it's it's like uh, the neutral zone for weirdness. Like uh, there's a uh, it's one guy, Indiana. one guy's a vampire. One the the preacher's actually a werewolf. Uh, there's a a fucking uh, woman who's an assassin, but she's more like a freaking super ninja. It's it's all very bizarre. 
um, storyline, but um, oh, midnight, it, Texas. midnight, Texas. I, you know what? I, I, you mentioned Texas part of that preacher's thing. You mentioned he was in the border of Texas or yeah. close to Louisiana. That just reminded me of it. But I think this the show like, is still on, this but like I can't remember what, on, what, where it's on. This sounds like something that would be on sci-fi. I don't know. It's based off of a book series. And I read that. I need to look that up, man, because that sounds like an interesting show. It it was that, and uh, what was the other show? Uh, I haven't started the new season of it yet. It was uh, Winona Earp. Yeah. Oh, that's based on. That's definitely a Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah that that uh, that was that was actually pretty decent. I I uh, back to the preacher man. I I, I'm kind of disappointed on that man. Like I watched the first season, and the first season was basically like a prequel to this. And, you know, I was kind of iffy about all the, the things that they were doing in that, but I was kind of like, okay, they're just using it as a prequel to kind of give people an idea who Jesse Custer is and this and that. And uh, I was really hoping that they would, like, really delve more into the uh, the comics when they came out. But I knew that wasn't gonna it, they're they're not going to happen. going to. Preacher is, is a product of its time. Like, it kind of – and so I always said it was a bad idea to adapt it. But I, I was out – I was out on two reasons. Number one, Seth Seth Green, uh, not Seth Green, Seth Rogen is yeah. the executive producer. I was like, eh, couldn't choose a worse person. Well, you could, but this is a terrible idea. And number Seth two, would have probably been when, better when they were when they turned Tulip into a black chick. Like, yep. And I like that actress. I like her a lot. She's a she was oh in, me too. She was in Shield for for the first two seasons, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd be happy to see her in other things. But Tulip, her whole story is that she. Uh, her father, and again, it, it's a product of its time, so it wouldn't make sense m- right now. But her father was like your typical 1950s dad who went to the lodge and spoke with the boys. And uh, when her her mom dies in childbirth, she's forced, like he's forced to, like he has sort of a, uh, I hate to use this term, but sort of a feminist arc where he goes from being like the guy who's like, women get the vote to why can't a girl play football? You know, like, so, so she grows up this tomboy and, you know, and it's, it's very specific, like that, that's what makes up her character. And like, to make her like a black chick, I'm like, you, like, you, you're just stripping her everything, but her name, you know? Oh, and she, I'm sure she has guns in the, in the show too. Oh, of course. Of course she does. But it's just, and like, as soon as they did that, I was like, I'm out. Well, this 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 argument sounds a lot like something else. What is that I'm thinking of? What is it? Mm-hmm. Nick Fury. That's it. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like that at all. It 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 kind of sounds like the Nick Fury argument. It really doesn't, because again, it, the Nick Fury that that's in the movies is based on a specific comic. Yeah. Seems like Nick Fury to me. The Nick Fury that you're talking about, the uh, the one, the only Hasselhoff is based on the earlier comics, as in the other one who's based off of what was the name of that? It's is it Ultimate? It's the Ultimates. That yeah. basically the so Marvel created this new universe around the time that they started making the movies, and the idea was that it would be like a modern mini universe where you wouldn't have to worry about old stories. They would mm-hmm. tell new stories. And right. so instead of the Avengers, they, they created uh, a group called the Ultimates. And mm-hmm. they, they had to make a new version of Nick Fury. Now, 
what they decided to do was like they they wanted to be updated modern and they made him into the coolest character they could think of which was samuel l jackson and it was literally fine because made they made him into samuel jackson huh i said literally made him sam jackson yeah yeah no that's the, that's why they they asked him to be in the role because it it's him you know in the in the comic and they uh but it was fine because it was like it's his own universe and at the time the concept of the ultimates was no one will ever make a big budget avengers blockbuster movie so let's make the comic version of a big budget blockbuster avengers movie only eventually someone did make an avengers movie and they said well let's go with this now i would have been fine with either one uh because i i love ultimates and ultimates 2 and I am a huge fan of the classic Nick Fury, and I was very pissed when Marvel actually got rid of that character in the comics. Hmm. It also sounds like another one, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingpin. Okay, that movie that doesn't exist anymore, and now there's a white Kingpin, and you're still pissed from fucking 2003? Really? 15 years? I, I'm just saying. Did you just say there it? was that argument? I'm just saying we had that old discussion. I remember the, <laughs> the show about uh-huh. about about that, and it just but anyway, I, I see uh, what you're saying. Except except for one thing, changing uh, Kingpin to Michael Clark Duncan and making him black, and that doesn't really change that character because the Kingpin doesn't have much of an origin or a Alex. name besides Kingpin. No, he has oh, a. His oh, name is Wilson, Wilson Fisk. Fisk, right? Yeah, yeah. but. There's very little backstory. I'm, I'm sure at this point there probably is, and I just don't know all of it. But there wasn't a lot of backstory to Kingpin back then. You look, you can race change a character that it doesn't affect their character. But when you're saying like Peter Parker should be black, well, Peter Parker's history is uh, based on him growing up in white suburban Queens, and like you, you can't tell me that you know having black, you know, essentially. It's, it's his aunt, but she's in her, like, 60s or 70s. Like, they would have, like, came up during, like, the civil rights movement. You can't tell right. me that he would have had the same upbringing. Like, anything that changes a character fundamentally, I have a problem with. So You mean, like, uh, Black Jimmy Olsen? Black Jim, well, excuse me, James Olsen. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's not Jimmy anymore because he's a But that guy. doesn't, it's not even changing his order. That's just changing him. That's just being like, this is a completely different character. And... Uh, what's the other one that uh, I was just thinking of a second ago? Um, Luffy? no, well, yeah, but I don't care. Like, and All actually, the, charm. the the Buffy one, like now they're kind of reneging on it. Now they're saying like, uh, oh, it's a reboot, but it's not really a reboot, or so. Like, who knows? I'm actually anxious. Um, I'm hoping they actually go through with the Buffy thing because I'd like to see it because there's um, in the Buffy world in the universe, uh, there were there was a lot of different slayers throughout throughout yeah, that history. But dude, yeah, we understand but that. Buffy herself was, was Buffy is not a black girl's name. No, this is going to be her name is going to be Buffy. It's not not like uh Cheryl Michelle Geller is going to come back and train her to be a new slayer. I I, I, I understand that. I, I get Plus, that. The whole concept of Buffy is like she's this valley girl, blonde airhead who's like it's a joke. Like that's the whole concept. So I mean, look, I don't care. Like, Rum, you're a much bigger Buffy fan than I am. I enjoy that show, parts of it at least. I'm here. Uh, I'm much. I'm a much bigger Angel fan than I am a Buffy fan. Oh, I like them both. Yeah, I for did watch, reasons. I did watch all. Is it like four seasons? All four seasons of Angel. I think it was only four. Uh, it was five. 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 I watched all all five seasons of Angel. 
I really enjoyed that show. Um, I didn't get into Buffy. I never did. I, I mean, I tried to start watching it on Netflix. But Angel, it's just, it's outdated. Angel starts out like, okay, like, oh, this is clearly just a, a side, you know, spinoff, whatever. But every season it got better. It got better and better. Buffy, it kind of ebbed and swains. Like, like at one point, the show was so depressing that I just stopped watching until last season. I think it, it got really, really dark. Really? It got really dark. It like got depressing. Uh, those those last two seasons were, um, they were the, almost like different shows. I thought the last season was okay. I oh, I didn't. Season, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just no, no. It was I mean, such an extreme switch. No, I mean the last season improved as far as like the tone, but like season five and season six, like season five, Buffy gets raped by by Spike. Jesus, yeah. And, yeah. and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? You know, and then season six, Willow, who's the sweetest character on the show, becomes a demon goddess that, that like, on purpose, like, chooses to be and, like, tries to destroy the world. And She did it because uh, her lover got killed. Yeah, well, we've all lost people. Like, like I've never been like, I'm going to kill everyone. Like, it's, uh, you know, I like, and look, I'm not even saying like, it's, it's bad. I just like, I was pretty much out on that show. Like at that point, and I came back around for the final season. Cause it was, it, it got good again. And like, uh, they had like interesting changes and in dynamics. Like, you know, uh, they brought back faith. That was fun. And, but, but yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Angel is that girl's an asshole. Uh, she is, but I mean, <laughs> I still liked seeing her on the show, but but Angel just got better and better, and it's a yeah, shame. It I agree. Good. I was sad that that show ended. Actually, it deserved another season. I and they actually continued both Buffy and Angel in the comics, and right. honestly, neither one of them was that good. Yeah, I, I like I said, I enjoyed uh, Angel a lot. I, I was really what, what hooked me was like after what the first two episodes, they killed one of the main guys. Uh, he he made it halfway through the season. Doyle. Yeah, Doyle. but he yeah. he died. Uh, a few months later. Oh, really? Yeah. He yeah, really died. He was from Roseanne. He was he was um Becky's husband. Oh yeah, yeah. What happened? I didn't know that. Uh, he drug died. overdose, I think. Wow, was that the reason he got taken off the show? I think no. so. Uh oh, well, like I, no, I th- maybe I I thought they had planned to get rid of him. Well, they did, but not until much later. Um, they, uh, the, the thing was that he was, um, not showing up, uh, a lot when, mm. when they were recording. So, uh, he was having some personal problems and that's when it came out that he was, he had some drugs, instability issues there. That sucks, man. Cause I really dug that character. I did as well. I mean, it, it made the show interesting when they, when they changed things up and brought in Wesley, yeah. but if there was a reboot of any show you could think of that you think in this day and age would be interesting to see if they could attempt, what would it be? I think they should reboot mask. Uh, that's a movie. Well, they did no, in the, a cartoon. They, they did in the comics and they made them black. Uh, uh but, <laughs> well, <laughs> ideally, honestly, mm-hmm. Uh, now I know, I know in this day and age, it would be horrible if they brought it back, but I'd love to see a new Dukes of Hazard. Ah, it's interesting. It would Actually, be cool, but it's, it, yeah, you they, know how fucking PC and terrible it would be. Right. There'd be all kinds of like, yeah, there'd be all that. You know, actually what could work if done right, uh, make an A-team TV show. Oh yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Kind of a, yeah, I could see that'd be an interesting dynamic. What about you, Wayne? 
I, I like I seriously like I think if they take the cartoon mask and remade it into like a live action, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, and I also think maybe what about Mash? No, Ooh. I I love Mash, but it's too much. Well, it's not going to translate. No one's going to get the Korean no, War jokes. No, not, 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 not the Korean War though. Like you'd have to do something different, of course. Yeah, it, but it'd be Iraq. It would be yeah, Iraqi yeah. War. But it would still be along the lines of like it's still it's a it's a pushing that edge of being serious, but it's still funny. You know what I mean? Like Mash I had a lot you. of good funny parts in it, and then it had a lot of serious moments in it. And yeah, I think I guess we could the, pull it up towards uh yeah, like Gulf War. I guess you could do that. Like I mean, just in Iraq in general, like you can have a whole unit that's in in Iraq. I think the problem is is that if that were done today, like Mash was fairly apolitical. Like it was right, and that's a problem. It was about the horrors of war, and it wasn't making a judgment like should we be in Korea or not. Like I'm sure there were episodes that that they talked about that, but that wasn't the crux of it. In this day and age, like people have a hard time separating their politics from their humor, and it would all be like it would be like George Bush jokes galore and shit. Like they ruin it. I could see that. I mean, we're just saying like. We're just saying hypothetical. If we think what shows could, if they could pull them back, that that's what I think those would. What I what I'd really love to see something that we could use right now is some new version of the Cosby Show. That obviously it'd have to be somebody different, somebody who could take his shoes. But we could really use that. Like what about why don't why don't you just get like Theo to be the dad? I don't think Theo can pull it off. (laughs) But you you know what I mean though. Like no, like instead of calling. You could still call it the Cosby Show. I, I just mean thematically. I don't. I'm not talking about, or, or not even thematically. Or call it, or call it the Huxables. What I'm saying is, is that we need a show that people can, like, all kind of gather around and like it's it's got its morality, but it's not too heavy handed and it's humorous. And like just, a wholesome show, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. We need we need we need the new America's Dad. Yeah. Uh, uh. What do you me, I, me, I, I'd like to bring back the Dresden Files. I don't remember that show. Uh, I, know the, I know the it name. It comes on like I, IGN or something like that. I've never seen it. Oh wow! It was it was awesome. It was uh, I can't remember the guy. The guy who plays Dresden plays the dad slash uh, cop in the Arrow. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that guy. I don't know his name. Uh, but I know I can't remember his name either, but yeah, but he, it was funny cause he was, uh, two things I remember about that show. Um, he was a super hockey fan and he was a wizard. Is that, is that like a kind of like, and a, uh, and a detective? He, like, he was like, like did private detective work as a wizard and his, instead of having a wand, he used a hockey stick. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. You yeah. Um, but wasn't that like, kind of like a, an off put of like the X-Files? No, but like funny. No, it wasn't X Files. Okay, I'm just asking. It, it, it was it was more like a like a cop show, um, very very much a detective show, but with the element that he was a, a freaking wizard and had to, uh, um, you know, kind of uh, adhere to certain rules by yeah, uh, and yeah. kind of like the New Age Bewitch. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, uh, I actually bought the the series on DVD when it came out. Remind me, remind, send me a text later. Remind me, I'm gonna look it, look it up on like uh, either Hulu or um. Netflix. Yeah, because you can find it for free. I mean, it's but it's it's in an, in an, I can't even get my words out. An interesting watch, anyway. If if there was a movie that you guys mm-hmm. could pick, a Ooh. movie, 
that you would pick to turn into a series, what would it be? Mm. Any movie, any fucking movie. It doesn't Thanks. matter. Oh, uh, Guyver. Guyver had a series. Yeah, it did. Guyver had a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the movies. Okay, scratch uh, that. Where the heart is. Where the heart is. Which one is that? That's actually one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's a it's a movie starring Natalie Portman where she plays this pregnant mother who shows up in this town full of like poor white trash and. It's actually a very depressing movie, but uh, it's it's also funny and I enjoy it. It's cool. Ooh, Castle Freak. <laughs> what? That would probably be a good series. Um, I, I, you ever seen the movie Freaked? Uh, Freaked. no. About the side show? Yeah, with um, what's his name from um, Uncle Eddie? What's his name? Um. Guy, guy uh, who played Uncle Eddie in the fucking vacation movies. Um, oh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid plays this fucking weird sideshow dude. Eddie, but yeah, and uh, the the not um, <laughs> the not Keanu Reeves character from uh, um, uh, fucking Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted plays the main character in this movie. Alex, Alex Winter Winner. is it Winners? It's Alex Winners. Winner. Huh? I think it's Alex Winner, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he plays the main character of of him getting fucked up and turned into like a two headed monster, and and they become a sideshow. It's an actually really strange film, but I think something like that as a series would probably be funny. Uh, be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing a tag TV show, like the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. You said it's really good, so I'm yeah, gonna wait. Funny, like but a, just the idea t- of tag. huh. Oh, that one where they're actually playing tag? Yes. Okay. All right. But just uh, like it could be kind of friends-ish, but silly. Well, I, friends, I got gotcha. you. Friends is silly, but it, you know what I mean. What about what about like a Harry Potter TV show? Nah. They already have just throwing stuff out there. Like, what do you think something like that would do? Or um, I don't think I think I'd watch it, but I don't think I'd be like you know whatever. It would end about up it. being a like a teen drama. You know, it'd be like on the CW, and there'd be it'd like, be like Twilight meets yeah, yeah. Ba- it would be Twilight basically. Um, I don't know. You know what? What other show I'd like to see be uh, rebooted? Highlander. Hmm. Well, not rebooted necessarily, but just another. Oh yeah, series. that would be a great one. That was a great show. Yeah, that was an awesome show. Adrian Paul. That was mm-hmm. fucking. That was phenomenal. They have for some reason only the first two seasons, but it's on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, oh that's cool. So I was watching the second season because early Highlander wasn't that good. Like it, no. it, it was like three seasons in before it really got good. But uh, it seemed like they got money at that point. I love the what I loved about that show was the the aspect of the flashbacks. Yeah, you know, in the storylines, which was always good. And I was so pissed when it ended. I, I, remember that. I mean, yeah, it, it went for a long time. Like they, they kind of ran out of steam at some point. Oh, dude, they had yeah. like thirteen seasons or fourteen. Yeah, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But I just remember going because I didn't know it was the last episode. Going, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, the actual <laughs> last episode was the first movie that he was in, mm-hmm. where he he kills Christopher Lambert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, if, I don't know. Did y'all, see see, did y'all ever see? Did y'all ever see? Did y'all ever see the directed DVD uh, sequels to that? What, from the original Highlander movie? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, there was actually two that were in the theaters. One and two went to the theaters. Three and four did not. No, they did. Yeah, yeah. All four went were in theaters, but there. Oh, was, they did. Oh, okay. yeah. But there were two directed DVD sequels post because the one that I'm talking about had Adrian Paul in it. Mm-hmm. Oh God, no, I don't remember yeah, that. That's, that's four. The third one stars Mario Van Peebles as the as the villain. That's um, bizarre. Not as actually the worst one is the well, the worst one that was in theaters is the second one. The second one's insane. Yeah, but um, but I know his sister was hot. There's a third and. Well, I'm sorry. There's a fifth and sixth movie that went straight to DVD. The final one is called Highlander: The Source, which is f- effectively ends the Highlander series because one of them becomes the one, and it is so unbelievably bad. <laughs> I can't. I can't even put it into words. Like we, it's, like, I, we it's should, worse than the Mortal Kombat movie. I saw it. How does it worse than the Mortal Kombat movies? Those, those well, pretty- first of all, I like Mortal Kombat One. Mortal Kombat oh. Two is garbage, but Mortal Kombat One, one is awesome. Uh, well, I, they're they're bad, but in a good way. Those are so. so- no, first of all, no. Highlander. One of the I- iconic parts of Highlander is the sword with the w- with the dragon inlay on the handle. Of yeah, they get rid of that sword in like I think the first fifteen minutes of the final movie, and he's given these like short choppy blades. Like yeah, not, too, yeah. And then like all almost every character you like dies except for uh Connor I mean Duncan McLeod. And then at the end like the reward for winning the you know the, As the he, quick he glows blue. Does well, he turn human? N- yes, and he's able to have a child. Yeah, that was the whole thing. And it's all it's all set in a post-apocalyptic future. That's, it seems really drawn out just to, I mean, he could have adopted. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, his reward is that he becomes human and he can die now. And it's, oh my God, it was so bad. I, I couldn't believe it. It, it was, it was a horrible, horrible movie. You know, you know, we were, you were just talking about that movie with Natalie Portman in it. And yeah, I just happened to look at a glance over at my DVD shelf, and what is staring at me is the Natalie Portman collection, which has anywhere but here, Garden State and Where the Heart Is. Uh, Garden State and Where the Heart Is are actually two of my favorite movies. Uh, I've actually not watched Garden, any of those films. Garden State would actually make a good, uh, properly done, would make a good ongoing series. It could possibly be on Showtime or something. Uh, let's see, Highlander. Let's let's do a series for uh, Requiem for a Dream. You know, I uh, during the Highlander hi, Highlander 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 uh, days, I actually belonged to the Highlander Club we when it first came out, and they would send you like a box every month. It was like the original loot crate of like Highlander specific items, and uh, I have uh, I still have them. I've got like five or six of these. Uh, really nice silver and their hair, their hair ties, but they've got like a medallion on them. So, uh, the films were Highlander, Highlander Two: The Quickening, Highlander Three: The Sorcerer, Highlander Endgame. That's the one where Connor dies and Duncan becomes the the main Highlander. Highlander Five is the Search for Vengeance. And Highlander Six is the source. That's the one that I mentioned. I don't remember the search for vengeance at all. I just remember it being bad. 
Okay, folks, so it was at this point that we started having technical difficulties. And uh, you don't need to hear seven minutes of me uh, basically cursing at the computer and then us arguing back and forth about, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I guess that's entertaining to some people. Probably not most people. So there, this is where the gap is. So anyway, so we're just going to take up right where... It's not right where we left off. That's why I'm putting this in here. <laughs> We're going to take up where we started again as we try to end the show. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Hope you kept listening. I was just going to mention that last night uh, I went to an escape room. Ooh, did you get out? Uh, No, we lost. We got uh. to the last task and we couldn't figure out what we were supposed to do to open the door. Push the button. Yeah, it was no button. That was. That's it was, how you, it was a button. You just didn't know how where to push it. It was there was no button. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a different. It's it's at this place called the Mortuary on Canal Street, and uh. Uh, I was pretty impressed. Like the ones that I've heard of, I think are in one room. Um, and uh, this one was like uh four rooms total. As I say, we the one in Wilmington is about four or five rooms. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. It was only thirty bucks, uh, well thirty five after taxes, but um, but yeah, I had a really good time. I, I it's it's definitely something I want to go back and do again. Well, that's cool. I've I've heard um, I had friends friends of mine do the one up in Wilmington. Uh, the funny thing is, you don't know. I wouldn't know how many of the rooms there are because. They don't tell you how many rooms there are when you get up there. You 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 exit, you get out of the one room, then boom, you're still in another room. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, it, <laughs> they didn't tell us in advance. We just got to the last room. Oh, okay, yeah, because they thought they were going to be done after three rooms total, and there was two more rooms. <laughs> they were in that son of a bitch for like six and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you get a, you get an hour to to get through it, and um, this one you had an hour per room. And you have to make reservations. Okay. No, we, we had an hour to get through all all four rooms. Oh wow, okay. That's fast. So it was uh it was fun though. I, I really um I really enjoyed it and uh, like I said, I want to go back and uh this one so the ones that I've always seen were like uh you were a detective in the nineteen forties or you had to stop an atom bomb. Like this is horror themed. Mm-hmm. So like the one we were in was called Ghost Lab. Hello. Hello. Yes. Okay. Can everybody hear now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay. So moving on. So yeah. So I was. We were in this uh, escape room called Ghost Lab, and the idea is that you're part of a seance, but you accidentally summon a, a poltergeist, and you have to get through the rooms to trap the ghost and seal it away or you die and you don't ever get out. Well, that sounds pretty cool though. Mm-hmm. It was, it was it done well or was it just kind of cheesy? It was done very well. It was done extremely well. Uh, maybe a little too well. Cause there was certain like, uh, so there's a, one of the team members like f- monitors your progress and they'll say things to you occasionally. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just like, okay, so it's in multiple rooms. So sometimes you had to go back to all the other rooms 
to go dig up other clues. And that just ended up being like, eh. like, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying like, this is super complicated. You know, like it's, there's no, just too much to going on. Worth. That's for sure. And then there's also red herring. So like you're playing with something that you think is, uh, is important. I like fish like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, we, Oh, red herring. Gotcha. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a really good time. But that one was the one that we we went to and we we lost. It was, from what I understand, the most, uh, the hardest one at the mortuary. Mm. So, and to be honest, I wasn't much good. Like I found a couple things, but I wasn't really that useful. Well, at least you gave it a you know gave it a go. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna go do another one. Nice. Is there is there a few in down there? Uh, the mortuary has, I think, f- four different levels. Yeah, there are oh, wow. different ones you can do. And then there's one in Covington, Louisiana, which I think is one of the... Because I think what, what it is is there's a company called Escape Room that has them in various cities. Like, I know there's one in Orlando. And I think there's mm-hmm. a bunch of places that just do escape rooms, like the mortuary. I gotcha. So I think the one in Covington might be a an, like, an official one. So. Okay. Well, that's pretty neat, though. I dig it. I don't know if I'd ever do it because I'm, you know, I, I'd like to try. I think I'd try, but I, I have a feeling I'd just pay like 30 bucks and stand. Yeah. Was that called Mysterio Mansion? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it one time. I think it'd be fun as fuck, man. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had uh, six people, and then there was this uh, couple from Philadelphia. Because what they do is you don't necessarily get your own private unless there's nobody else that books that time. Cause right. they, they only have one, like four rooms. And if somebody wants that room at the same time and you still have space, it's up to 12 people per game. Gotcha. And so there were six of us. So they came out and they were, they were nice though. And they were useful, but, uh, but it would be cooler if it was just like people that you, you know, there and all that. You know what my problem would be? I'd be the guy in the escape room that for some reason that evening we would have got there after dinner and I would have the worst gas. <laughs> and nobody could escape the room. <laughs> that would be a real escape room. <laughs> okay. And I think that's what we're, we're going to end it for. Uh, before, before we go, I just wanted to say, um, I don't know if you heard me before you went blank, but... Uh, I was telling Rum that um, that we have to make the movie Larpacy because Scott is in and that Rum needs to be healthy first, though. I'm good with it. Like I said, I think it's going to be fun. Rum, uh, we just your arm, start to kick your start arm, to Kickstarter. Your arm doesn't work half the time. But that would yeah, get to his character. He's got my eye back. Yeah, I mean, he's got his eye back. That's, that's Mostly. Not totally. <laughs> well, good enough. You know, I can wink. Look, I'm winking now. Okay. Look, I'm winking with no eye. Look at that. Yeah, close your mm-hmm. That's your okay, asshole. Thinking. So this this has been the MHOG podcast. <laughs> yeah, how's your host Wayne? I am a demon of rage. Yes. And I'm the ever happy rum guy. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it metal. Ah, yeah. Wow. Oh. Motherfucker.